Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we have the Week 5 Waiver Wire episode. While Joe is off slacking in a movie, we're here working. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome in. We are on to week five, which as a Bears fan, I am very thankful for. How are you doing tonight, Ron? Oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. I just have a question of uh, when are we going to upgrade, update the uh, graphic for, you know, the fantasy ghost to Ryan Warner because he's been the one that's been missing lately. Yeah, he, uh, he's definitely uh, not been around much lately, but. You know, they may call that a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, it might have to be done if uh, if he doesn't improve his performance here. So, not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like we said, Joe is uh, off watching a movie. So, Ron and I are holding it down tonight. Um, are you ready to get in the news, Ron? Oh, yeah. News updates. All right. So the best news here, not a whole lot since you guys just did an episode yesterday. Um, so a couple pieces today. Uh, the first piece isn't very fantasy relevant, at least not yet. Andy Isabella, former second round pick, was released by the Arizona Cardinals today. I know with his speed, a lot of people thought he could thrive and clip Kingsbury's offense, but it never really panned out. So any thoughts on this? Is there any teams you think he – may land with and he could do something with uh, he'll probably he'll very yeah bears maybe i mean i mean there's a lot of teams out there they're giants that need wide receiver help yeah. um <laughs> but he'll probably end up going somewhere like the chiefs the packers yeah. somewhere that you know have a lot of a lot of pieces but no one has really taken that step forward yet and maybe get a chance to resurrect his career yeah, super fast dude. He could land on a contender as a special team or something like that. But yeah, he'll definitely find a job. Um, so we're not doing anything with him right now. And then only other piece of news I really had is uh, I believe yesterday Mike McDaniel ruled Tua out uh, against the Jets this week. So what does that look like for the Miami pass catchers, Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill? Is their production going to go down? Can you not rely on them as much? What's it look like with Teddy Bridgewater? I think one of them is definitely going to be all right. Teddy Bridgewater has supported fantasy-relevant wide receivers in the past. Um, and I don't know. I can't think of a time in his career where he had two wide receivers on the team that were as talented as a Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with it. Yeah, I think they'll probably try and lean on the run a little bit more. I, I would expect Chase Edmonds have an uptick in carries, and we'll see what the Gold Jets can do. Maybe they can uh, strike a little magic and, and pull an upset, but it'll be interesting to see. It, obviously, if you have those guys, you're going to start them, but maybe uh, not get as much as you have so far this year. Uh, did I miss anything? Is, is that is that it for news? 
Uh, I think we covered Javante Williams. We talked about him um, yesterday. A, a lot of a lot of the injuries that happened this week, we'll probably talk about on this show just because it's the waiver show. So yes, I think we're pretty good with the news at the moment. Boom. All right, uh, so on to the waiver show. Um, let's uh, let's start off with quarterback like we always do. So um, there wasn't really any significant injuries with the exception of two at quarterback. But uh, let, let's go through some of these uh, hot waiver wire names for quarterbacks. So let's talk about uh, Mr. 77% completion percentage to the first four weeks setting NFL records, Geno Smith. Is he a viable streamer or a super flex option going forward with the way he's been playing? Um, or did he just play the Lions? I mean, obviously, it's more of a streaming situation. Uh, with super flex, kind of the same thing. You just want to stream him. If it's a good matchup, he should be all right. Um, and I think on most weeks, he won't kill you. He's not going to Mariota you and put up three points. Um, so I think, especially in super flex leagues, he definitely needs to be on a roster, uh, because generally, you know, quarterback depth is more important in those leagues than your single QB leagues. So definitely needs to be on a roster in a super flex and definitely streamable with a good matchup. Okay. Well, he's, he's going into new Orleans this week. Do you trust him there? (sighs) I don't know about trust. Um, he definitely, he could be all right. Um, but that defense, that defense is good, but it's more against the run that is good. But Lattimore is going to be probably locked up on DK Metcalf. So it might hurt him a little bit. I, I would try not starting him this week if I could. Yeah, I, but, I personally I mean, wouldn't do it. There's worse people you could start. 100%. Hundred percent. All right, so be cautious with Geno Smith, but the way he's been playing, he, you know, I think fantasy managers or DK Metcalf were pleasantly surprised with uh, how he played yesterday and was able to get him the ball. Um, so let's let's move on to the next name here, the uh, the QB five currently leading the number one offense in the NFL, Jared Goff. What do we think of Jared Goff? Well, they have the number one offense right now. And the 32nd ranked defense. So they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. They're going to be playing. And Jared Goff is playing good football right now. I think he's he's probably one of the top streaming options. And you should probably just have him on your roster regardless. Even in single QB, he should definitely be on your roster. Yeah, I think so too. He, uh, you know, he went out last week, or uh, I'm sorry, St. Brown was out last week. So I think a lot of people thought, and Swift, that he may struggle, but he throws for and Chark. And Chark. <laughs> and he throws through 378 and four touchdowns. So good for Goff. Um, he may be able to keep that job in Detroit if he keeps playing at this level. So uh, he's got the Patriots this week. I think I prefer to play him versus the Patriots rather than Geno versus the Saints. But um, so he's definitely a, a oh, yeah. solid streaming option. Yeah, 
definitely. Uh, he's definitely, like I said, the high end. I mean, he's the QB five right now. So, yeah. I mean, the fact that we're not saying he's just a start is just shows how worried we are in general because it's Jared Goff. But at this point, like, he, he should almost be a start. I mean, there's at least 20 QBs that are starting right now that you should definitely be starting him over. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, two more here. Um, this is this is for Joe. So we saw Jack Will- Jack Wilson, Jack Zach, Wilson. <laughs> Zach Zach Wilson come in versus Steelers. Uh, turned the ball over a bit, but put up some numbers. Wait, sidebar: He's pretty young, and you just called it. I'm like, start calling him Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Little uh, Incredibles Incredibles yeah. reference. He might be Jack Jack now. All right. He looks like he could get pissy and have some laser eyes. Jack Jack Wilson. <laughs> Jack Jack Wilson. Uh, what do we think about him going forward? We saw him catch a Philly special pass and, and gritty on the Steelers and then uh, lead a comeback versus Steelers. So do we think he has any fantasy viability moving forward? Wait and see. Uh, High-end streamer right now. Um, I put him right up there with probably the likes of I mean, probably a little bit behind Jared Goff-ish as in the potential upside that is there because their defense sucks and their offense is going to have to keep him in game. So he could, I mean, he showed he could lead a comeback. Um, You would like to see him get his wide receivers more involved with those comebacks. I mean, this past week was a lot of like, gimmicky plays like the Philly special you know what I mean like you'd like to see it more of a more consistent offense but you definitely got to keep an eye out on him agreed yeah it'll be interesting to see if he can get clicking with the receivers we'll talk about one of his receivers in a little bit but um yeah I think I have him behind Gino and Goff for now we'll see what he can do versus Dolphins we saw Burrow have some success for them last week so we'll see if he can get rolling um, and the last name I have as far as QBs is Kenny Pickett. Um, he came in, he did throw three interceptions, but one was a Hail Mary. And uh, the way they're graded, they weren't, I guess, I don't know how the analytics on this work, but they were interceptions, but they weren't considered turnover worthy throws, whatever that means. So analytics. I think that means well. it's probably one of those more, you know, caused by the wide receiver type of yeah. thing. Should have been caught, but the wide receivers are weren't catching the balls. Yeah. So, so what do we think of Kenny Pickett and how does that, uh, how does he impact uh, those weapons for the Steelers going forward? Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, Kenny Pickett, you're going to want to, you know, keep an eye on him. I don't know if you roster him just yet. Obviously in Superflex, you're going to roster him because he's a starting QB in the NFL. But, I think you see Pickens and Fryermuth be the two top targets in this offense. And you see Chase Claypool do next to nothing and Deontay Johnson be hit or miss every week. Agreed. I think uh I think Pickens is a big winner out of those receivers. The the rookie rookie uh chemistry I think is uh was evident when uh, once Pickett came in. So um, we'll talk about Pickens in a little bit coming up too. Um, 
All right, so we're keeping an eye on Kenny Pickett. We can't trust him yet. He's obviously had a really tough matchup going into Buffalo this week, so I, I wouldn't play him this week. But uh, keep an eye on him. Um, did I miss any quarterbacks? Um, Billy Zappy, man. Billy Zappy. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, you adding? Are you, you adding know, Zap? Yeah, I mean, no, but it's definitely worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, it could be the next Tom Brady in New England. Mac Jones goes down as the Drew Bledsoe, and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, guy comes in. Never know. All right, keep an eye on Zap. I should have, I should have brought him up. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, what, what's wrong with you? I don't know. All right, on to running backs. Um, so one of the. The bigger injuries that uh, I think we'll be monitoring this week, uh, team playing Thursday, will be the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor was estimated as a DNP yesterday, and I believe that he had the same designation today with an ankle injury. So I, I don't think he's going to play this week. So that leaves Naheem Hines and Deion Jackson as the only two running backs on the Colts roster moving forward. So. What do you think the split's going to look like without Jonathan Taylor? I thought Philip Lindsay was on that team. I think he may be back on the practice squad. No. Um, from that, I should know that, but I don't know. Um, I thought it was going to be. I thought Philip Lindsay was going to be the guy. Um, I yeah, he is on their practice squad, so they'll probably call him up. But Deion yeah. Jackson is currently listed as their RB three. Deion Jackson, chart behind uh, Naheem Hines. Well, Naheem Hines is obviously the one to own, probably. But and uh, the fantasy football person in me wants Jonathan Taylor to play tomorrow night, Thursday night. But the like human being in me is like, let this man heal for ten days, and take the week off. Mm-hmm. I mean, that team's not winning anything this year, anyways. So yeah, they don't look good. Yeah. So obviously every fantasy owner that has him wants him to play and wants him to just be good. But I'd rather him sit and take the week off, get fully healthy, and then be good. I mean, it's only week five we're going into. Like you got plenty of time. You could skate by one week with a hopefully you drafted good and your team can withstand a Jonathan Taylor, uh, week gone. Agreed. Um, yeah, if you have Jonathan Taylor, I would definitely take a look at Deion Jackson. I don't know how many more carries Naheem Hines is going to get. He's kind of the passing down guy, so I don't know. You know, he's a smaller guy. I don't think he's going to get a huge volume of work. I think my my projection, if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, is Deion Jackson gets double-digit touches. Um, oh, wow. We saw what uh, what Josh Jacobs did to the Denver defense yesterday or Sunday. So uh, there may be an opportunity there for a uh, waiver wire hero for the week. Yeah, and hopefully Jonathan Taylor gets better soon. It's not too bad. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is out. If you're playing some DFS lineups tomorrow, maybe make Deion Jackson. What's his name? Jackson. Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson. Maybe making your captain. I'm sure he's fucking hella cheap. He probably is. <laughs> and a lot of people will probably do that. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, next name I got is uh, what's well, two names I have: Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley. Um, we saw Cordero Patterson, Patterson obviously get hurt. He's placed on IR. Algier and Huntley both came in. They both looked pretty effective. Algier had the 42-yard run. So do um, you think Algier is just going to take this job, or do you think it's going to be a 50-50 split and kind of a bit of a mess? Well, <clears throat> I think it'll probably be a 50-50 mess this week. Next week it looks like whatever Williams is on the Falcons is supposed to be back. I don't know if it's Daryl or Damian. I can never get the two straight. It's Damian. Damian Williams. Damian um, Williams. So, and he was actually the starter over Cordero Patterson in week one. Yeah. So if someone dropped him, I would actually look at picking him up this week. Um, You wouldn't be able to play him this week, but again, only week five, and he could actually be a league winner with volume and everything going forward. Yeah, you'd like to see him kind of get rolling and uh, get hot and kind of take the job. But the problem is his next two matchups are versus the Buccaneers and the 49ers. And Buccaneers obviously have had a great run defense the past few years. And then the 49ers are the number one defense in football right now. So, Yeah, um, I'd rather not start any of them, really. Yeah, so if you can avoid it and uh, you had Patterson and you have another option, I may go that way because those are two very tough matchups for running backs. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely look at that. I would put the first claim on Algier, and then if you can't get him, maybe try Huntley in the event that one of them gets hot and and runs off with a job. But not super excited about those guys. Uh, next guy we have, we, uh, you, you touched on it. You guys talked about it yesterday and you touched on it a little earlier, but devastating news for Javante Williams who tours ACL and LCL. Um, so he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. So obviously there's a void there at running back. Melvin Gordon's obviously going to step in and be the RB one, but the guy behind him is Mike Boone. So I saw him drop a couple passes someday to the cop, but. Um, I think he is going to get touches in this offense. So what do you think about Mike Boone moving forward? Um, He might get touches. They also got Latavius Murray off the Saints practice squad. And I watched the Saints game. Latavius Murray didn't look bad. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He's always been great around the goal line. So I wouldn't be shocked if uh, he steals the goal line work from everybody. Mm-hmm. and maybe carves out a bigger role. Melvin Gordon has had a little bit of the fumbleitis, also dealing with his own injury. Yep. And Mike Boone is just a guy. Like, everybody's always wanted Mike Boone to be a thing, and he's never been a thing. Yeah, All the way back really when he was now. with the Vikings. Like, he's yep. just a guy. I think Latavius Murray, he's older, but he still can run. He's not. He doesn't have the speed. But he's a big boy that can still push some people over. No, he's just a veteran running back. He hits yeah. the hole. He's going to come in and do his job. So, I w- and I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up leading this backfield by in the next couple of weeks. Murray, yeah, over Melvin Gordon, yeah. Mm. If Melvin Gordon keeps fumbling, they're just not going to trust him anymore. They like we've already talked about, you know, with our case of with Javante Williams, they didn't really want him here. 
Like they brought him back because he had nowhere else to go. He was the little orphan boy that couldn't get a job anywhere else. So they're like, come home, come home, fella. We'll feed you. This boy, Russ, uh, from Wisconsin, you know, hooked him up. Yeah. But like, if he keeps fumbling, no one's going to want to give him the ball anymore. Agreed. Yeah. I, I think, no, go ahead. Injury. Yeah. He's banged up again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, integrate Murray if they put him right in the mix or if Boone gets the first shot at that job and what that split's going to look like if someone's going to get Javante-esque touches. So yeah, I don't I, I don't know if anyone's going to get Javante-esque touches, but... It's probably... Uh, I don't know if Murray will be active Thursday because it's such a short turnaround. He, he could be. I mean, he just um, I, played football this past week. It's not like he's rusty. Yeah. And it's, you know, you know how to It's running run back. You just take the ball and find the hole. Yes. So I wouldn't start these guys yet, Boone or Murray. Let's just see yeah. how that split works out. Yeah. But if you can get a claim in on them and you have an IR spot for Javante or you drop Javante, yeah. um, I would yeah, definitely try to take keep a him, You might one. as well just drop him. Yep. All right. If you're a dynasty, you should just trade him to me. Javante? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk off air. <laughs> We're up both dynasty leagues. I'm in with you. I have them. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's keep rolling. Last running back I have on here, Brian Robinson. Um, sounds like he has a real shot to get activated from IR this week. So if he does, is this just a disaster in Washington with McKissick and Gibson and Robinson? Is Are all three going to get touches? Or is Gibson going to move into that McKissick role and McKissick's going to be the odd man out? I don't know, man. Gibson I might just be returning punts. I just... Like, I, I mean, his snap count has gone down from week one all the way through this past week. And, I mean, the writing was kind of on the wall before Brian Robinson got shot by some coward. Um <laughs> But with him coming back, I mean, I've already picked him up in the leagues where I need a running back Mm because I'm just hoping. And I do think one of two things are going to happen. It's going to be split between Robinson and McKissick or Robinson and Gibson. And Gibson and McKissick will kind of split the McKissick role. I just hate it. Yeah, it's, it's murky, but... They've got good wide receivers, so people actually have to respect the pass. Carson Wentz has been playing well enough to where people can't just load the box at every given point. So if Brian Robinson shows what he showed in preseason, which got everyone all hot and bothered him pre-draft, he should take this job from Antonio Gibson. Like, Gibson hasn't really showed anything outside of week one. He hasn't really been that good. So... I, I wouldn't be shocked if he takes the role from Gibson and Gibson is finding another team next year. Yeah, he's had a Gibson's had a tough couple matchups, the Eagles defense and the Cowboys defense, which are both pretty respectable against a run the last couple weeks. Um, I just don't know what that split's gonna look like. He had six Gibson had 16 carries week four or not carries, touches, 13 carries and three receptions. Um so that'll be interesting to see. I honestly I think McKissick is just going to be in the way, and the situation is going to be pretty 
unbearable. But the first week you see Robinson in, Gibson will get the bulk of the touches. But it'll be a Brees Hall, Michael Carter situation where it slowly goes the other way, but I don't think as slowly as that one did. Like probably two weeks, you'll see Brian Robinson take it over. I hope not for my dynasty league's sake. And then at the same time, another league's at Brian Robinson. So whatever. <laughs> it's tough when you're in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I'm in too many. All right. So oh, yeah. keep an eye on uh keep an eye on Robinson. You're probably not starting him this week unless you're in a 16 or 20 man league. Right. Um oh well, look at this. Look who look who's here. Look who's here. Yes, it's Joe. Oh. Hey JJ, want you to take on Pickett earning the starting job. Oh, you want your take on Pickett earning the starting job over your boy Trubisky. Yeah, so um preseason uh when Joe and I made the apology bet on this, I pretty much said probably you're going to see Trubisky a quarter of the year, and then they'll bring in the young guy to see what they've got. So Trubisky did nothing to uh, keep his job, and it's pretty much as expected. I think uh, Mitch is probably done as a starter in the league. He'll be a career backup moving forward, and uh, that's the end of the story. Just never panned out. I think he's – uh. Great athlete, but I think uh, between the ears, he just doesn't quite have it. But yeah, respectable QB. He'll be a, a higher end backup in the league for a long time, I think. But I think he'll that's probably with the New York Giants to crush my soul. He could. He'd be better than Jake Fromm, who we just brought in for a visit. Well, I think I think going forward, I think Mitch. Well, I think the Steelers can get out of the deal this year. I think they would let him loose and he, Mitch could sign with the Giants and maybe they draft a rookie high. But. Well, we're we're hell bent on making that not a reality. <laughs> Three and one. What is this shit? <laughs> Better your team than mine. <laughs> Have you ever been so angry that your team has been three and one? Um <laughs> Yeah. I, Overachievers to 49ers week one. Anyways, let's hope for that top five pick. Show me needs. All right. Uh, so that's pretty much it on Brian Robinson and the running backs. Thanks for stopping by, Christian. Uh, also give him a shout out. He's uh, kicking ass in our winner winner league. He's three and one, one of the leading scorers in the league. So keep it up, Christian. You're obviously. Oh, he wasn't in that top advice. three this week. Not this week. No, I, I, was, I was there. I was there also. I was in that number one spot. I wasn't there, but someday. Uh, can we can we talk a minute for how ridiculously good my dynasty team is doing when I have, like, no one at running back? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting when the bye weeks hit. But no, <laughs> I know. Too. I've um, already looked at that. Like, those bye weeks are going to come, and I have zero depth at, like, any position. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. I really oh, got man. decimated with injuries there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a hard time. Montgomery, <laughs> Swift, and Javante Williams. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hopefully, Swift <laughs> comes back, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Moving to wide receivers. Uh, first name on the list Romeo Dobbs. Um, I think he's owned like 50% of leagues, and he definitely should be owned in 100% um, of leagues. Yes, he's really starting to solidify himself as Rodgers one or two, probably the two behind Lazard. 
But um, he's looked good. Rodgers clearly has faith in him. He's targeting him in the end zone. Uh, he seems to be running away with that wide receiver two job in Green Bay. So what do you think about Dobbs moving forward? Is he a set it and forget it flex play? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, until unless like Lazard gets hurt again and maybe he starts pulling the bigger coverage guys, maybe yeah. then you have to worry about him a little bit more. But at this point, he's definitely got to be a set it forget it flex. They are trying to make Christian Watson a thing still. Yeah. And I mean, I can understand why second round pick, they drafted him to do something, but we'll see. But I think Dobbs at this moment is definitely a set in play. Agreed. Yeah, I think uh, I think Lazard is now in the Devontae Adams role. Dobbs is in the Alan Lazard role. And yeah. Watson will probably be in the old MBS role. So... All right, yeah, I agree. Add Romeo Dobbs if uh, he's available in your league. He definitely uh, could hit a hot streak and be a league winner. Uh, next up, Corey Davis. Um, last year, he was him and Zach Wilson's rapport was well documented, and we saw this week Corey Davis had the most fantasy points he's had so far this year with Zach Wilson stepping in. So, what do we think about Corey Davis? Oh man, it's difficult. This is one of those offenses where I feel like it could be someone different every single week. Um, yeah. Think of think of the Commanders, but with lower touchdown probability, I would say. Yep. So, like, because there, there's a lot of weeks with the Commanders that, like, McLaurin or Dotson kind of saved their week with a touchdown. Where I think in this offense, I don't think everyone's going to get a touchdown on every week. So it scares me more. I would like to see another game before making any real conclusions on it. But I feel like if you need depth at wide receiver, probably get him on your team now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not super excited about this. I'm kind of discouraged. We saw Garrett Wilson really breaking out with Joe Flacco, and then he kind of took a step back this week. So that's kind of what I thought might happen too, and it makes me angry. It's unfortunate because Wilson is awesome. Yeah. All right, so monitor Corey Davis. I'm not super excited about him, but if he keeps uh, leading in targets, you're going to have to consider him. Yeah. Um, next up, Michael Gallup. He got in the end zone. Um, him and Lamb both had a pretty decent game this uh this past sunday so what do what do we think is he uh trustworthy now as a potential flex um, he only had three yeah. targets though so yeah he only had three targets but you got to remember Dak will be back probably not this week most likely week six so and when Dak comes back he'll be way more relevant he's still going to be boom or bust because he's not the number one on the team but and, you know, with this defense being as good as it, good as it is, they ain't going to have to be throwing themselves back into games very often. Yeah. But he's definitely a flex-worthy play every week. Even right now, I think with Cooper Rush, I think Cooper Rush has already shown he could support CeeDee Lamb and Noah Brown, not for super huge games, but for good, consistent games. So I think Michael Gallup is a very solid flex play going forward. 
Yeah, him and uh, Dak have always kind of had a good rapport, and for for whatever reason, Lamb and Dak have not ever really got fully in sync. Yeah. But Cooper Rush has been good for Lamb, so <laughs> maybe another Garrett Wilson situation. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so keep an eye on Michael Gallup. Um, like Ron said, I, I really think when Dak gets back, you're going to see the targets go way up. Yeah. Um, all right, next wide receiver, George Pickens. Uh, we kind of touched on it earlier when we talked about Kenny Pickett, but uh, he definitely seems to be the early favorite favorite of Kenny Pickett. Uh, what do you think about George Pickens moving forward? That's 100% ad, guaranteed flex play every week with potential wow. to crack your starting wide receivers, I think. Right. I feel, I just I kind of got this feeling like Pickett's going to enliven this offense a little bit. Well, it couldn't get any more dead, so. That's true. That's well, true. actually, it could if you watch a Bears game and really uh, <laughs> tell you how it's done. All right. Uh, so, yeah, keep an eye on Pickens. He looked really good with Kenny Pickett. Um, I think that tandem could be lethal moving forward. I mean, That's they drafted him together as a, for a purpose. Pickett and Pickens. I mean, come on. Yeah. They got to have a good connection. It's, it's match made in heaven. <laughs> All right. Uh, last wide receiver I have, Alec Pierce, another rookie, second rounder. Um, he's really gotten more involved in the Colts offense. And with Jonathan Taylor potentially out, do we? Uh, do you like the trajectory of Alec Pierce moving forward? Are you not there yet on him? This is another one of those add and wait type of situations. I'd rather be too early than too late. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people are, are and people are going to try to add him this week because, you know, he had four, what was it? Four for 80 something. So yeah, four for 84, maybe something like that. Yeah. It was something along those lines. So, you know, people are going to try to add him this week. So if you're waiting to see what he does next week, you're not going to be able to add him. Um, I would definitely take like Gallup over him. I think yeah. the offense is going to be better, more opportunities for scoring. But I would definitely put in a waiver claim for Alec Pierce too. Yeah, so it was four for eighty. So, God, I'm not bad on six targets. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not super pumped to add Alec Pierce just yet. I'm, Matt Ryan does really not look that good to me, so I'm, I'm not super oh, excited man. about. It. JJ what? Joe's going to be so mad at us. What? We didn't tell anybody where we could be found. We didn't shout out the contest. Oh, we'll do it at the end. We didn't do any of that. We'll save the be best for so last. Hate. There's a contest. So if you're watching and you want to know more, keep watching. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the contest. Right? We're, we're covering right. the good stuff here. All right. All right. Uh, let's get going so we can get to the contest. Uh <laughs> Tight ends, um, I have four. We'll go through them kind of quick. But uh, so Greg Dolchich from the Denver Broncos sounds like he is very close to being activated. Could be active as soon as this Thursday. Um, Albert Quabenum has been a bust. So are you? Do you have any interest in Dolchich as a, a stash, or are you just completely out on Broncos tight ends? I'm completely out on most Broncos players not named Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Like, that's it. 
I, this kind of goes back to the Gino thing. Like, was Russ ever good? Like, seriously, though, like he was, he was good, but I think he's always been a little bit overrated. So, like, because Gino looks like a superstar right now in the Seattle offense. And Russ kind of looks like a just a guy with the Broncos. I'm not so, I'm not gonna call Gino a superstar, but he's uh, he looks like one at the moment. He's a veteran. Like he's he definitely got the Lions. Some, he's he's gonna I think he's, he's gonna get roughed up by the Saints this week. Oh, but, he's definitely gonna get roughed up. It's gonna be great. Um I'm just glad it's not Wilson's a bye weekend. Defense, he he did put up some numbers this week trying to come back on the Raiders and yeah. he's in a new try, wait, wait, say that statement again. Trying to come back on the Raiders. The Owen Raiders, Raiders. Raiders are Raiders. Raiders are all right. They're, I just, they're not the Bears. He's, he's going to have to show me something more before I trust anyone on that offense outside of Cortland Sutton. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Plus, Raiders. they run like a tight end by committee. Yeah. All right. So, Ron, just no on Dulcich. Spit on Dulcich. Just get yeah, him out of his face. Just dig a grave. All right. Next guy. Probably should have added him last week if you didn't. Based on his week three performance, but David Njoku uh, continues to be probably the favorite target of Jacoby Brissett, who's historically liked the tight end. So mm-hmm. I think he's definitely worth an ad. He's a tight end one right now and getting a lot of looks. And obviously they committed to him financially too, so he's going to be a big part of the the offense moving forward. Um, next tight end, Robert Tunyon uh, caught a touchdown from Aaron Rodgers. Looks to be a little more integrated in the offense now. I think he's moving around a little better since the start of the season with coming off that knee injury. So what do you think about Tunyon? I think he's an ad. Uh, with, with tight ends, especially when you're not dealing with the top guys like Kelsey and Andrews, you're hoping for tight t- touchdowns. So, um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to get his touchdowns. And I think you're going to see Tunyon be that touchdown guy. He profiles the best for that on this uh, team. All right, Chase Kimball just traded away Hawkinson and Gibson for MG3 and Schultz. Just lost Javante. Who's MG3? MG3. Melvin Gordon Gordon. III? Yes. Okay. Um. I think he, I don't hate it. I think Schultz could come back. I know he dudded this week, but I think Schultz could come back once Dax comes back. And Hawkinson, Hawkinson will go down once Swift and Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown come back. So I don't, I don't hate it. I think you did what you had to do to shore up a running back position. Yeah, it's pretty even, I'd say. Like going forward, I think, like Ron said, Schultz and Hawkinson will probably be pretty comparable. Hawkinson's not going to have another game like that in his life, probably. Um, I have Dak on my bench. Yeah, so you got the you got the hookup. Yeah. I think that's smart. And and Melvin Gordon, season long, probably is going to have more touches than Antonio Gibson. We were talking about Brian Robinson earlier. I don't know if you're here, yeah. but we think that could just be kind of a mess with McKissick, Robinson, and and Gibson. So. Make Appreciate sure you stay tuned questions. for the contest announcement at the end of the show. Yes, Chase. Drop us a like. You know, we're we're and a subscribe. We're a poverty uh 
podcast we're, right now. Poverty we're podcast. Do- we're looking for double digit likes. All right. Poverty podcast. <laughs> is that the new name? <laughs> yeah, it is. Poverty trash. You know, we're just po- poverty know, trash living in the lower class. All right. <laughs> Last. Uh, oh, I was going to talk even, about. I can't even afford to get my house in focus. Last, last. Uh, no, I was going to talk about Tunyon. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm scared about Tunyon because what he did is kind of what he did in that year that he broke out where he scored a bunch of touchdowns. His just efficiency, like he had two targets for 22 yards. Um, so I don't think he's super reliable, but like you said, the tight end position is pretty much dead. So yeah, and I mean. He's very necessary to this offense right now. Super necessary, as Jorge Masvidal would say. Should I handcuff Boone or Latavius? <laughs> That's a hard one. Yeah, we were talking can, about earlier. Can you do both? <laughs> yeah, we just don't know what and that see split's what the look splits like are. <laughs> Thursday. Latavius is a bigger guy, more comparable to Javante. So... I, we just don't know if Boone's going to get the first crack to be the number right. two. I I personally would say Latavius. I don't think that will have the immediate results, but I do think that he will be the most likely one to take snaps away from Melvin Gordon in the long run outside of Boone. I can agree so with that. Personally, historically been hurt a lot. Right. So personally, I would say Latavius. Yeah, I think so. I, we saw. Well, let's see another question. He's got so many questions. I love it. Um, Donald Parham. Uh, no. Cause I, I don't. I don't like Parham just because of the other tight end. Uh, who do they have? Everett. Gerald Everett. Yeah. Gerald Everett. Really yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like Parham. Um, I mean, you got Schultz. I generally don't try to have multiple tight ends on my roster unless it's super deep um stream the position i would say go week to week yeah i wouldn't you should I be on right with shots most week yeah huh? i was gonna say i i wouldn't touch parm with the way that i would, um, I would pick tunyon up if if tunyon's available tunyon or Najoku, pick one of those guys up and i think you'll be all right with one of those two guys or Schultz every week. Yeah. Just hope you find the right matchup. And you can always come and ask us who you think the right matchup is that week. We're generally live Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Yes, we are. Nailed it. All right. Last question I have for you before we move on to our closing comments and in the uh, contest. So I've been getting a lot of questions just from people at work and stuff. Should you, and are you able to drop, Allen Robinson. Yes. You would drop him? Yep. Yeah. I don't – I mean, let him be a grenade for another team. This team – Matt Stafford right now is just looking at Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and that's it. Like, he doesn't even look to Allen Robinson's side of the field, except maybe in the red zone, and then Allen Robinson isn't catching those balls. Um. He just, I don't, I don't, I'm not playing that game no more. Get, get him off your roster, pick up someone else. Romeo Dobbs or Allen Robinson rest of the season. 
Yeah, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Like, I mean, Dobbs, you could do that for Pickens, so many. Yeah. I would almost I would rather start Richie James for the Giants right now over Allen Robinson. Not even lying. Gallup. Gallup over Allen. Yeah. Like there's you could do this all day. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's not been good. He has not looked good. His chemistry with Stafford has not looked good. I thought that match would be a little better, but no good. All right, so let's uh so those watching, we have a contest going on right now for a signed Miles Sanders card. So uh, you have to do four things. I'm not going to remember all four things. I know that you have to like the video. You have to subscribe, leave a podcast review, and then comment. Yeah, leave an, leave an Apple review, Apple, Apple podcast, podcast review, review um, and then comment under one of our YouTube videos that you are now officially part of the Heckling fandom. So, yep, just subscribe and, subscribe and like on our YouTube. Um, make sure you leave an Apple review. And comment that you were part of the heckling fandom and you can be entered. Uh, we're going to do this all year. So at the end of the season, we'll be giving away that card. So you got plenty of time, but make sure you get on it. So you don't forget. Yes. All right. Uh, where can you find us, Ron? Why do I always have to do this part? Because I don't remember all of the locations. God, neither do I. Um, all right. So obviously right here on YouTube, if you're watching us, you already know that. Make sure you go down and subscribe and like the video. Make sure uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere that podcasts are available, we are. We also go live on our Twitter at garbage underscore time FF, which is right under JJ's face. And now we also go live on Twitch at Garbage Time FF over on Twitch. So find us over there and give us a follow and everything over there. That's something new we just set up today. This will be the first video that's on there. I'll tell you um, what, when uh, when Ryan and, and well, Joe ever plays this week five game in Madden, maybe when uh, Ryan and I play against each other week seven, we'll, uh, we can stream it on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Stream it on the, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um. Also, make sure you go to our website, www.garbagetimeff.com. That's where you can leave us voicemails, and we will check them. We will play them on air. And, I mean, if you want to yell at us, we like to call those hate mails, and we'll take those, too. We love those. Uh, also, with your reviews, we'll read those on air also. Uh, we want to engage with our audience as much as possible. That's why we like to go live. We can answer questions on the fly. Sometimes it makes our videos run a little long, but... We've been working diligently on getting the uh, amount of time we spend on our videos down. And yeah, we've been doing a really good job. So, yeah. So, YouTube, Apple, Google, Spotify, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Garbage Time FF, Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Which one's the Instagram? Garbage Time. It's Fantasy Football, right? Yeah. Yeah, we really should. Sucks that, you know, it sucks that we couldn't years. get the same tag for every single place. Ridiculous. Yeah, Instagram just garbage time fantasy football. All right. Anything else, JJ? No, I think uh, I think that covers this episode of waivers. Tune in Thursday. We'll have the uh, game preview. I won't be here. Ron may not be here, but uh, oh, I'll Joe. Be here. All right, Ron, the workhorse, will be here with Joe for Thursday. So. 
Thanks, guys, and we will catch you next time.